0: Happy holidays. It's Tizzy time. And today we're getting into it all. We're talking about, of course, Thanksgiving, the best holiday of the year after Christmas. You know, um, I say it's the best holiday of the year is because, you know, you actually get to eat and be a gluttonous asshole and nobody looks at you differently like you can eat four plates and nobody will say hey that's enough or make you feel self-conscious about eating so much they actually you know enable you to eat more so yes my favorite holiday <laughs> um and today we're like i said we're talking about thanksgiving but we're also talking about all the things we should be thankful for as well guys and that's going to be majority of what we get into in the beginning um, but yeah, how's everybody been doing? How's everybody been prepping for their last couple of weeks in 2021? Are they getting their goals in order for 2022? Like, what's up, guys? Talk to me like I need to know. Um, but today I'm talking about expanding my business and what I've been doing with my consultancy company, with Shantizzy TV, with the Shantizzi podcast, and ultimately Shantizzy the conglomerate, you know, long-term. I'm talking about plans and preparation for the new year, and you guys are going to love what I'm talking about today. Um, What else? Oh, talking about what it means to transition, whether it's through a season or for a reason or for a lifetime, what a transition is for us. Um, Talking about toxic relationships. um, Are they, you know enablers into more trauma or toxic relationship just trauma bonds that we don't know how to avoid um I'm also going to be asking like questions about like the structure of parenthood um you know things like that and you know the whole baby mama baby daddy stigma um and what else am I talking about um that's all I'm gonna get into today I wrote a bunch of note downs I'm actually reading um uh, my uh basically my plan and my script for this episode but I just kept adding and not really looking what I was going to talk about um what did I say what else was I say I was going to talk about oh yes my Black Empower Summit just going to some deeper context about it so let's get started um first and foremost Spending my business, what I've been working on is my consultancy company. Um, within the last couple of weeks, I've been, you know, consulting and talking with a few people about their business, whether it's, you know, jumping into the job sphere in a field that they do on their free spare time, or you know, something they want to learn about more. Um, talking to people who already have established small businesses and just trying to get that, you know, that demographic, um, enabled and just try to get that reach on social media platforms. And, you know, just aiding people on becoming influencers. So I'm in three different markets right now, just brand marketing, influencer marketing. And the last one was more so on, you know, uh, consulting more so in a personal front. So like, like I said, on Instagram, if you still need those consultations, I am doing consultations free. I said it was for a week. But I think I will do it to the end of the year. Now, if we're going into and let me make myself clear, because I didn't really clarify. If I'm saying that I'll do a consultation for free, a consultation is ultimately a quick one to learn more about your company, learn more about your business. You tell me more about it. Also, more time for you to learn about me, you know, learn about what I'm doing and how I can, you know, bring success to either your brand, your your brand, your product or your service or, you know, um, your product. Um, I think I said product already. So your brand, service, your product, or your company. But um, basically, within a consultation, we just sit down for anywhere from thirty to forty-five minutes, discuss what you need done, whether it's website generation, social media marketing, data analysis, um, copywriting, things like that, and then we move forward and see if that's something that you would want to, you know, work with me on. Um, I've been being very nice. I've been doing like a graphic for people, a grid. Um, you know, posting on their behalf. But once that's done, like through the end of the year, once that's finished, I will no longer be doing that. So you better catch me while it's hot, because I will start implementing my rates. Um, uh, so that's what I've been doing as far as my business, I've just been trying to expand um, the next two years, I really want to dedicate not only my time, but also my whole well-being into my business because ultimately within the next three to five years I don't want to be working for anybody I just want to be well ultimately I'll still be working for people but I mean working for a company I'd rather just be you know freelancing or doing consultancy through my own business um and that's a great segue into you know plans of preparation for the new the new year excuse me um, so what I want everybody to do, and this is something that I've been doing, so I'm not really sure how everybody feels about it, but I would love if you guys get on the same track as me. Um this year for my plans and goals for 20, I mean next year excuse me, for my plans and goals for 2022, I said that I would plan two goals that are definitely realistic, achievable, and short term, and then one dream or and I put that in quotes. So what I mean by a dream is a long-term goal that will take planning before it takes execution. So my first goal is to start saving so I can build my forever home. Within the next three to five years, I definitely want to build up my house from scratch, implement all my personal touches, and just have a home with land. Um, Number two is manage my money better so I can start investing more into my business and my dream. My money management skills are shit, uh, (laughs) for lack of a better term. And I just need to do better um, with money management. So that's really a goal for me for this year and next and then my one dream slash a long-term goal is to get my podcast to 10,000 subscribers um and that's something that you know it takes a village to do I mean I'm pretty sure I'm able to do it myself but like I said if you listen to my podcast know of my podcast you know have some idea of it if you could just share and have people listen like you know support is free and I always say that to support a friend a peer you know somebody you don't know is free and you never know what that would be doing for them and you know, just support is free. And I'm gonna say one thing too, like when this podcast blows up, just keep your energy. Like if you're not supporting it, just keep that energy. Don't be a dick writer once it's on Spotify and 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 YouTube and stuff. Like because I will call you out right on the show too. Like don't I hate that? Don't be don't be a poser. Don't act like you were down for the cause when all you used to do was tweet about how you hated you know the cause. So. <laughs> Um, I also put two, a, two other like goals that I want to do, but I know I only said two, but ultimately you could do four goals that are short term and achievable. And then one that's long term and, you know, takes a little bit of time. But my other two short term goals were have a launch party. Um, so I was supposed to do that for season four, but then I wind up moving and relocating. So it was, well, right now it's totally difficult to have my family in New York come to where I am to do a launch party. Um, so, for season five, I definitely want to do a launch party and I definitely want to do it up very big. Um, and then, five is to have a successful Black Empower Summit. So, a lot of people don't know, but during um, Black History Month of next year on 2222, which is also my dad's birthday, I said this last podcast, um, I'm thinking of, well, not thinking, I'm trying to implement together a uh, Black Empower Summit where Black people just basically come forward and connect. Um, And network amongst other black professionals, whether it be in the service industry, whether it be in the the hospitality industry, whether it be in corporate America, whether it be in the food industry, just various industries getting together networking. And then I'm going to have a few, of course, keynotes um, and a few, um, you know, TED Talks, for lack of a better term so people could learn more about the industry should they want to penetrate it or integrate into it or just in case they want to learn more about a new market you know um that's what i'm hoping to have um and this is perfect because now i'm going to transition into transition so that that wasn't as clean as i thought it was but it's still getting to the point (laughs) transition so what does it mean to transition so i was talking to a friend today, I won't put her on the spot, but she knows who she is and she's listening. Um, we spoke today about how she relocated to another city from New York, just like me. And, you know, just how the transition has was difficult in her beginning stages. But now that she's in her third year living in this town, she's slowly assimilating into her comfort. So one thing I want to say about that is just it's so funny that, you know, I was going to speak on this today on my podcast and that's what we talked about. You know, it's so funny how the world has a way of, you know, just coming back full circle. But what I feel like transition means for not only us as millennials, but overall us as people, transition means a change in our lives that can either be for the better or for the worse. But to me, I feel like what it means to transition is to change for the better. So Another thing I propose to you, if you're interested, is start writing how you want to transition within the next year or two. And it's so funny because I was talking to Alexis, too, about transition and how her feelings have transitioned over the last year or two um, towards, you know, a certain someone. Um, Not going to put her on blast, but just showing (laughs) she's gonna kick up kill me but by saying this but um we were talking about basically you know transitioning and I asked Alexis like what made you come to your catharsis about the transition of your feelings so it's just funny that you know that's that's what I talked about today with two people um my computer just locked on me so if you hear like clicking that was me typing my computer uh, <laughs> Um, and yeah, so basically transition to me means just getting into the groove of things that ultimately assimilating into who you are. That's the transition I feel like hits me hardest, like transition where you want to change for the better. Um, that was just a quick, you know. on transitions I don't want to get too in depth on what transitioning and changing is if you want to learn about that go to my so fresh so clean podcast from last season and I talk about transition and you know preparing for your season so just go in and listen to that um, so the next couple of minutes, um, and like I said, for podcasts upcoming, since I'm doing it two times a week, the longest I want to do a podcast is about 30 to 45 minutes. So I'm halfway through my marker. Well, not halfway. I would say a quarter through my marker. So just trying to time myself well. <laughs> um, but toxic relationships. Um, I want to talk about the situation between Danny Lay and the baby. Um, one thing I will never do is condone domestic violence, whether it's a woman putting her hands on a man or a man putting his hands on a woman. Keep your filthy hands to yourselves, you animals. Stop putting your hands on people. Don't put your hands on people. Um, but anyway, <laughs> um, the Danny Lane the baby situation, just a, back, a l- little background for people who don't know. Um, the baby had went live around sometime last week, um, just putting his, Girlfriend or the mother of his child, Danny Lay, who's also an entertainer, on blast. I don't know what started the the discord or what started the quarrel, um, but she wind up like trying to hit the phone and snatch the phone with him, and you know all while you know holding her child in her hands and feeding her. So that occurred um, a couple late um, a couple hours later. Excuse me, it was reported that Danny Lay was arrested for simple assault against the baby. Um, and then the baby went live again and just basically went forward and was like, I was never in love with this woman. She was always a side chick. I don't love her. She basically, and then he started going off on her family saying her family didn't love the baby because the baby was darker toned. And he was saying that the, the baby, I mean, Danny, like, excuse me, put Brugeria or, um, you know, Santeria, um, a form of uh, Spanish, Spanish, excuse me, uh, Spanish witchcraft on him. Um, And that's why he was the way he was with her. I have two words for that whole situation, and it's clownery. I know clownery is one word, but it's two syllables, so let's break it up into that. Clownery. I feel like if you're having problems with your significant other or people you truly care about or people you have to maintain relationships with, I think social media is the last of your... The last place you should report to. And the reason why is because people don't realize when you, you know, basically resolve your issues with the person, social media doesn't forget. And that's for anybody. It's not even just for personal brands or personal imagery. It's for companies, too. Like you put something out and it's frowned upon. It's it's there forever. People will always subject that next to your name. So I just feel like it was clownery because it didn't need to be brought to social media. And then also, I'm just upset with Danny Lay. And I'm going to explain why I have anger towards her instead of the baby. But I'm also mad at the baby as well. He's an asshole. I mean, I said that last podcast as well. Like, he's rich and has the resources. But it's like, at this point, it's like, no matter how many resources he has, he's still going to be ignorant to the culture and the climate of what culture is in communication right now. So I'm very big on communication and I feel like, and that's why I went back to school actually because I was learning broadcasting and I said this today on the phone too. I said, it's so funny. I I studied how we, you know, send out the messages, but I wanted to go back to school to learn what messages we're sending out. How are we communicating? What are we communicating? So It's just so funny to me that it seems like the baby is communicating ignorance, carelessness, nonchalantness. He doesn't care. Like, he's a person who feels like, you know, I'm rich. I'm I'm goaded. I'm popular. People know me. It's nothing that I can do to get me canceled because people love me. And I feel like that's a wrong way to go about it. Not only for entertainment purposes, but you as a person. um, That can communicate and ultimately ruin communication relationships with people you want to communicate with like ultimately this is going to be heavy discord for him and Danny Lay in the future and you know it's crazy because they have a child together so it's just like I hate when it gets messy when it's a child involved but not to stray the reason I get mad or the reason I am saying I'm mad at Danny Lay is because Danny Lay is her own independent entity Danny Lay was someone before the baby and she'll be someone after the baby I mean she collaborated with Chris Brown For her first song she was choreographing and writing for Prince and at 18 so she's someone and she's been hitting with a list celebrities you know so it makes me upset because it's like stop focusing on a man and how he's embarrassing you and just you know love yourself move forward take care of your daughter and call it a day you never have to be with Jonathan again and yes I'm saying government names you don't have to be with Jonathan again raise your daughter and live your life And that's a a recurring theme. We as women have to remember, especially women as mothers, put your children first. It bothers me to know that you guys are out here chasing men and doing everything for a male's attention, but not taking care of your kids. It's disgusting. Like for all of that, you should have just kept the legs closest. Like, you know, so I just feel like I'm mad at Danny Lay because Danny Lay should have just. Got up out of there, regardless of what, and took her daughter with her and moved along. Because ultimately, him embarrassing you on on live ultimately showed you and communicated to you how he feels about you. And, you know, like I said, not just mad at her, just disappointed because I want more for her. I always want more for the women because it's just like men constantly show you who they are and what they do. And we as women, we just think with our hearts instead of our minds. We have to bypass emotion and go straight for logic. And I feel like that's why I'm mad at, at Danny Lay because she needs to go for logic. This man has never openly claimed her on social media. It's been jokes amongst the common folk, us peasants who are not touching money like they are, laughing at her and saying how he never claims her. And then now that he openly said it and said it to her, it's just it's just, you know... It's just ludicrous because ultimately it's like he's saying one thing to you, of course, but now you're in a place where his words are not his bond. And basically, he's saying one thing to you and then other things about and around you. So, you know, ultimately, shout outs to Danny Lay. I wish her the best in her situation, you know, one woman to another. And, you know, just, he'll be back. They always come back. They always love to see you doing better. Men are wicked. Like, they love to see you healed up and totally over them. And then they want to either get you back or manipulate you and be narcissists to keep you to stay in that damaged mindset. So, shout-outs to Danny Lay. Wishing you well, queen. Hoping, you know, you can sit back and raise your daughter in in peace. And, you know, do what you got to do for your career. Not anybody else's. And, Kirk, shame on you because, you know, I mean, excuse me, Jonathan. Shame on you, the baby, because your daughter is going to have to grow up and see that one day, and you know it's it's disrespectful. You you brought your daughter into that warfare, and babies can feel energy. So now that baby has to go around feeling that and feeling her mother's sadness for you know for for some time. So do better, Jonathan. If you're gonna have these women lay on their backs, be a good father figure. It takes two to tango. But moving along, um, that. That basically ties into my next question on what do I think. So I said, what does when does excuse me, the structure of parenthood come before personal needs? And that ties into like what I said, like putting your children first. I totally understand, mama gotta have a life too, and all parents still have to have fun. But how do you even feel comfortable having fun if you know your children, your child is not together, or your children are not together? Go to the club, have fun, shake ass, do whatever you gotta do, but make sure your child's situated. I hate seeing you on social media having fun and your child's hair is not done, or they're wearing the same clothes from last week. Why why is that? Why do you feel like being a mother and not and, and having fun equates to not caring for your child? Like if your child's life is together, I'm not talking to you. If you're doing what's necessary, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the people who feel like. They can go about their lives and just totally disregard their child. I'm tired of hearing about it on the news. Parents killing their kids. Parents being, um, I can't, the word is on my tongue. Being, um, damn, um, neglectful, yes. Being neglectful to their children. Like, please don't lay on your back and open your legs if you can't care for a child. Like my father said not too long ago, do people know they can have sex without having babies? I don't think y'all know that. You can have protected sex. And not have kids. Or another option if you just have to go raw, get fucking birth control. Put it in your arm, put it in, up your pussy, get an IUD, um, I don't know what else, depot, shots, do something. And the same for men. Men, vasectomies are reversible. Like if you know you don't want to have a kid right now, stop nutting in women. Like, sorry to be so so raw and rancid, mommy, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say the P word, but you know, you have to be blunt sometimes for people to understand. And that's what I learned in communication. You can sugarcoat anything, but blunt is where you really get your point across. And that's in communication privacy theory. Look it up guys. Um, My next question was, why don't women get married anymore? Trust me, I see women out here getting married. And to extend my question and to put some emphasis on it, what I mean was, why don't women get married anymore? I basically meant, why don't women know their worth to get married before opening their legs and having a baby? Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not married, and I partake in, you know, sexual activity. I set that low somebody's gonna somebody I already know somebody in my family's gonna call me about this but guys I'm 25 let's not act like you know I'm not out there partaking um but I know there's a point in time for me at least where I want to have kids when I'm married I would like to get my life in order before I sit go forward excuse me and just decide to reproduce there's and, and I know people are like oh it takes so much you don't you don't You know, people always try to plan to have kids. You can't plan a baby. And it's like, you know, you can't, you can't, you you can't plan a baby. You know, there's some portions where you'll be unprepared, but I'd rather be semi-prepared than not prepared at all. And trust me, I totally understand, you know, some people don't want to go through adoption. Some people don't want to go through abortion. Some people feel like, you know, it's not right. But at least get have yourself together in those 10 months. Get your life together. Put some things in order before you push a baby out. Don't just push a baby out expecting the world, you know? Um, so what I mean by why don't women want to get married anymore? I just basically mean what happened to the traditional way. We sit there and we want men to traditionally take care of us back in the day. Like, oh, man, a man should be doing everything for me. I just have to sit at home and, you know, cook and clean or whatever you you women nowadays think. But le- that's another thing, too. Like, it's delusion to, take, to think a man I just meet you or a man you've been dating for a low amount of time should just be paying and throwing money out you at the woodworks. Girl, where's your fucking money? Like, it's, it's giving broke. Like, I hate hearing and seeing women on social media like, oh, I need a man to give me $10,000 to talk to me. Where's your $10,000? Like, you don't have bread? I wouldn't even feel comfortable asking a man for that type of money if, knowing I don't have that myself. So we need to act our wage. That's, that's a theme, too. Act your wage and act your predicament. It's a lot of bitches jumping over pee every day talking about something. Oh, I need a man who's going to give me $10,000 and open my business. Stop it, queen. And it's the same for niggas too, like, don't get me wrong, It's a lot of men out here expecting women to just push them along, give them free housing, take care of them, be mommy, I'm not your mother either, like, we need to get it together, we need to start planting seeds in our younger generation, and and not being enablers, not just letting them see their way, because this whole give me money, talk to me next is, is ghetto. Let's let's all vie for our own goals and accomplishments without having to worry about somebody else. Because the more you depend on a person, whether it's financially, emotionally, mentally, when that person's not there anymore, it just becomes like a, a void. It's called trauma bonding. Like don't 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 bond with men over trauma or or for needs and necessities. Because when he's unable to give it to you, then what? You know? Um, the next question. Oh, the next and last question um, in this topic was, why do we open our legs to men who we know are not the ideal candidate? Why do we have sex with men we know we don't want to have children with? And then when we do have children with them, we're bashing them. That's another thing I would would love to stop seeing on social media. Please stop bashing your child's parents, whether it's a woman doing it to a man or a man doing it to a woman, because your child's going to see that one day. Stop posting your shit on social media. You know, have your private, you know, epiphany, your private, you know, group sessions, and and private talk. What happened to the, the the regular way of communicating? Why do we feel like we have to openly communicate on on social media? And ha, that's what I went to school for. That's what I study, and that's what I continue studying. I'll tell you why. We have become so fearful of face-to-face communication because not only where we've been the past two years with everything being virtual and COVID, but communication has been declining due to technology um, over the past 10 years. Um, People are more comfortable with not having to see somebody face-to-face. People are more comfortable communicating through technology. So now we're in in a society where we can't even talk if we wanted to because we have that fear of communication. And this is another theory too. is called communication apprehension theory. Um, And please look up these theories. They're very interesting, guys. Um, And basically, it says we're apprehensive on who we communicate with. Um, And communication privacy theory and communication apprehension theory kind of tie into each other. So it's awesome. so, yeah, why do we open our men, our legs to men who we know are not the ideal candidate, please? Guys, if you listen to this podcast, please give me some feedback. I'm going to post a short on this on Instagram, too, just so you could get the gist. But I would really love some feedback on why do we think that, you know, we have sex with people we know we don't want to be with. Men, too. Like, men, why do we go after someone who can just please us sexually or we're lust, lustfully attracted to? Why don't we... Get with women who we know can, you know, not only be our equal long term but can pour into me as much as I pour into them, you know. Um, and last but not least, why temporary satisfaction but not a long term mission? So, my thing is, when I mean temporary satisfaction, you guys can, and, and everything is always temporary. So, what I mean temporary is that you can be messing with a guy dating a guy for three years to five years. And then, you know, you're just temporarily happy with him. And then now you have this baby that's not something short term. This baby is with you for life and it bonds you two together for life. So why do we think short term for a long term decision? And I want to leave you with that. So like I said, I want feedback. If you have an answer to that, please forward the answer. And... I wonder how much more time I have. Hmm. And I'm typing again because my computer keeps sleeping on me. Um. I have another like 10 minutes. Oh, cool. Another five to 10 minutes. So I just want to talk about what I'm thankful for this year. And also, you know, like I said, I would love to hear what you guys are thankful for this year. But the thing I'm thankful for is. I'm thankful that regardless of my circumstance, God allows me to be strong enough to get up and fight. I'm thankful that I'm very confident in my personal life and my professional life. I'm thankful for my family who love me, even though sometimes I'm a dramatic, spoiled brat. I'm thankful for my friends who are the same way with me. I'm thankful for my partner who's patient with me. I really am thankful for Mizzy because he is very patient with me and he's loving and he understands that, you know, when I'm dramatic and I close a scene that I'll be okay in the morning. Um, I want to also say I'm thankful for people who listen to the podcast. I really am thankful for you guys, my consistent listeners, those who give me feedback, those who, you know, are just tuning in, say, for example, two weeks, a month ago, two days ago and are giving me feedback. I really appreciate everybody like um Communications, uh, broadcasting, digital marketing, podcasting, these are my passions. I love doing what I do. I'm very passionate about it. And I'm thankful for being passionate in my in my in all my goals as a true Aerie. Um, But like I said, I'm thankful for my pac- podcast, excuse me. Um, you know, ultimately, I also want to say that I'm thankful for patience. Um, I mean anybody who knows me knows me. Knows that I'm far from a patient person in anything, whether it's dreams, food, traffic. <laughs> I'm not a patient person. I am I am the definition of impatient. Literally, if you open a dictionary, you'll see my picture right there with two peace signs up. Not two peace signs, maybe two middle fingers. But yeah, you get the point. <laughs> but I'm thankful that this year I was able to go through so much loss and so much pain that I understood what it meant to endure and, and and be patient for my next chapter I just want to say I'm thankful in totality just for being able to wake up and live another day and that's a big thing like we don't just need to be thankful on Thanksgiving we need to be thankful every day and I want to leave you with this scripture I actually wrote the scripture down um that I saw yesterday I hope I have a screenshot it's still oh my god and I just want to talk about how is it was Freaking food shopping and going around looking for stuff all day because I decided to make me and Mizzy a little small Thanksgiving. And I was like food shopping for four and a half hours. I will never do that again. Like that's uh, anyway, anyway, disregarding, disregarding everybody, disregarding. I can't find a scripture. So actually, let me go into my Bible app and open a scripture because I think I have it. <laughs> hmm. Highlights. Yes um where is it it was I had it yesterday and then I, oh yes I sent it to Mizzy's cousin Drea and I was gonna I'll use it for one of her posts uh, on social tomorrow but I feel like I should share and once I share it, I'm also gonna drop her um food page and her uh her influencer page you guys better go follow her so her Instagram is future underscore after underscore the underscore big underscore C. Um, she's a breast cancer survivor, just telling her time and her healing process through breast cancer. Um, and also her food page, which is Drea with a Z, D-R-I-A-Z. Drea's trap kitchen where she cooks and makes some bomb food, guys. She makes these shrimp wontons. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, go follow her. Um, but the quote is, oh, my gosh. The quote is... Um, book one of Thessalonians chapter five and it says God says and everything give thanks so in everything guys give thanks make sure you're thanking God for walking out today and not you know getting into a car accident or thank God that you didn't you know just pass out in the middle of the supermarket you know it's so funny um and I this really put it into perspective and I'm going to leave you guys with this um you know Um, I just want to say happy holidays and enjoy your turkey day. And, you know, like I said, please tell me what you're thankful for. I would love to hear. But what I'm going to leave you with is I was turning out of um, the Aldi slash Dollar Tree parking lot today getting some tablecloths from my island. Like I said, it's more Thanksgiving. And I was just being really impatient on my um, on the outgoing side. So the side I was turning out, if you made it right, you would be going north and if you made a left you would be going south so I was trying to go southbound towards Walmart and the guy going northbound was just going so slow and I'm just like oh my gosh ah. so when I finally get to turn about maybe like three-fourths of the three I mean I would say a quarter mile of you know the light I seen someone make a wild turn from the southbound lane over into the northbound lane into like a little cut in the road, and he acts. Ax- he almost got into a car accident with another car who was speeding southbound who just sped past me. So it's just like be thankful and be patient because if I would have turned any faster or if I would have been at that like maybe two seconds before. Knowing the way I drive, I probably would have hit the car or been in in the middle of an accident or just missed an accident. So when things don't go your way or your plan is not going as planned or you feel like God is not listening to you, be patient. Be patient and be thankful. And that's really it, guys. Like I said, I hope you have a happy holiday and a happy Thanksgiving. I love you guys all. I'm so thankful for you. Thankful for you continuously listening and giving me feedback. And, yeah, next episode, I'm going to give you a little hint on what I'm talking about next episode. I wanted to get into it this episode, but, you know, I didn't want to be too in-depth. I should have talked about this first. But, you know, um, I do want to talk about, um, and this episode will be out in the next two, three days, so it's awesome that, you know, I'm doing it twice a week, so no topic goes too stale. I will be talking about, um, you know, the crime rate and the murder rate increasing state to state and what's going on in these states with gun, gun crime um critical race theory is it important to implicate it within schools um the kyle rittenhouse verdict the Ahmad arbery trial and verdict um mixed races amongst white people and black people um and yeah that's that's really it we're, we're gonna have another uh race topic and you know talk about the climate of racial relations in america right now i did one two years ago where i spoke on racism and we were talking about donald trump so it's nice to always go back or re-listen to you know your previous work and you know reflect on it show how you've transitioned and that's the theme guys show how you how you transition in your thinking and your emotions and how you feel about the climate so like i said that's really it um you know Mm -hmm. I'll be talking about, I said I was going to talk about the Black Empower Summit. Um, but ultimately, um, I'm going to be sending out some more information. It is in the next three months, so I really have to get on my BS and start planning. But I'm going to reiterate some sign-up sheets and a Google form that I'll be sending out for people to partake in. Like I said, if you're interested in either being a speaker or an attendee, hit me up. My email is shantizzi, C-H-V-N-T-I-Z-Z-Y, TV at gmail.com. And just hit me up, yeah. And then, Tizzy TV, it is on hold. Um, I am planning to get a desktop, so I really could do some editing. But I'm thinking of doing my first vlog as a Christmas vlog or, you know, a first time making a ply vlog. An office setup vlog where I'm setting up like a a mini studio slash office for my podcast and my guest room. Um, Or, you know, just, just things. So, I'm excited for that. And, yeah. Happy Thanksgiving everybody. Happy holidays. I hope you enjoy and eat lots of turkey and get meat sweats. Bye. Good luck. We climbed up in the back seat CVS parking spot. I caught you baby whiz. cuz I swear you be cheating. You told me my babe. I had your panties leaking And now it's 2021 And baby I'm the one But not for you Cause where you had my heart under a gun I told you once, I told you twice, but never three times That if you push the right button you'll never feed mine, my, <laughs> my <laughs> I try I You had a Chevy I broke your water like a levy I knew my worth, you wasn't ready You knew yourself, you dodged me heavy 12 you had a Chevy.